The Scoop Podcast, brought to you by Point Park University. It is time for another edition of the Scoop Podcast, presented by Point Park University here on the Penguins Radio Network. Usual cast of characters alongside Michelle Crecchiolo and Sam Kassan. I'm Josh Getzoff, and our guest today, Penguins winger Zach Aston reese kind enough to join us. Thanks for taking some time. Thanks for having me. So we have JG, MC, SK, SAR. SAR. Oh, my God. We're off to a good start. Can't begin. Yeah, we were actually talking, Zach. I mean, it seems like you have a decent amount of nicknames. I mean, do people call you Czar ever? Or is it Reeser or Zach? Like, what do you get from, from your friends and just whomever? Um, usually Reeser. Yeah. Uh, lately, Czar. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of like Reeser better. I don't, I don't know. Remember? Uh, Reeser Peaser. Reeser Peaser. I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, <laughs> someone thought was calling me General Czar. They thought I was like from Batman or something, like a, an evil villain. No, I don't know that guy. No, but it was like it wasn't a thing. Oh, was it? Wasn't it was oh, you're a made-up character. Yeah, nice. It's funny because I was saying to Sam and Michelle before you got up here that when I was looking up some stuff about you for this, it was like getting to know Zach Aston Reese, looking for Michelle's article actually on the Penguins website, and I wrote in getting to know Czar, and I found out that Czar is the currency in South uh, South Africa. So you are literally <laughs> money, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> money. I like that. Making it rain. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do your parents call you? Uh, Zach. My mom. <laughs> when my mom gets mad, I get the Zachary Glenn. My Go little eat name. The Glenn. Yeah, she, she throws the Glenn in there when she gets mad at me. So really, you're Zagar. Zagar. Yeah. Zagar. Your, your name you is a mouthful. Then. <laughs> yes, it is. So speaking of your parents, Zachary, uh, your dad is from Crafton, which I think is maybe something. Penn's fans might not know, mm-hmm. but you know he is from the area. So, how did you? Were you a Penn's fan when you were growing up, yeah. watching the team? I was. Um, I'm pretty sure I went to a few Penn's games at uh, Mellon Arena when it was there. But I have a few memories from when I was little, um, going to Crafton. I think my grandmother lived on North Emily Street there, um, and it was always fun just running around the neighborhood and. There was this park we used to go to, I think, called Tire Swing Park. That's what I called it, at least, because I had a big tire swing. Um, but I have a lot of good memories from when I was a kid coming coming and visiting my grandmother. Your dad, he knows Bill Cowher, Steelers former, former Steelers uh, Yeah, my, my dad told me Bill Cowher's dad was his baseball coach when he was little. So it's, all, cool. it's all Pittsburgh connections here, man. Yeah, it was meant to be. So are you a fan of other Pittsburgh sports, too, growing up? Not really. I, t- I played t-ball for like a year and i was picking grass in the outfield it was pretty boring <laughs> were you one of those kids that picked the grass and ate it or like ate the dirt i know a couple kids like that growing up no i wasn't eating it i think i was just counting the grass blades i was that bored playing it so <laughs> so you were definitely into the speed of hockey from the get-go yeah makes sense were you one of those kids that was just daydreaming out there then the ball gets hit to you and then you gotta wake up and don't even see it <laughs> Pretty much. You get your face in the glove. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. No sandlot for you, huh? <laughs> no. It's well, you, we were talking about the 09 Cup. You remember that? You watched that with your dad. You were telling me stories about that. Can you tell, uh, tell us a little bit about that? Um, I just remember that was my first year playing junior hockey. Um, I played junior B for the New Jersey Rockets, and we did a lot of off-ice workouts, and like started to feel almost more of a professional environment and um 
that's when I realized how serious hockey would be for me. Um, and it was just an exciting, exciting time in my life for hockey, playing it and watching it. Um, when the Pens went on that cup run, every night my dad and my brother would sit there and watch. Do you have any superstitions? Somebody had to sit certain spots, certain seats on the couch. You move when things aren't going well. Um, no, my dad just holds down his spot though on the couch. <laughs> so it's the father's job. Yeah, though. the father's job. He's got his superstitions, and then just fill in, fill in, the, fill in the empty spots. So, what was your dad's reaction when you signed with the Penguins? Um, I think he tried to mellow it out a little bit. Um, just because that whole year I was playing pretty well, and if he got too excited, I'd be like, just calm down, calm down <laughs> a little bit. But um, he was happy for me, I know for sure, wherever I was going to end up. But um, I think that was the icing on the cake for him. I think he was really excited, but I think he toned it down a little bit for me. What do you remember from that first call-up, Zach? Because, I mean, you were playing for the Penguins, but you were making your debut in New Jersey, which is close to where you, well, I guess not close to where you grew up Over in Staten Hudson. Island, but yeah. yeah. No, it is really close. It's yeah. 15, 20 minutes um, to get there. And I played, that's where I played Junior B and Junior A for a little bit. Um, so I, I just remember uh, I was at Smoky Bones the night before <laughs> with uh, Gage Quinney, my roommate, and got the call. And then it happened so fast. I got there and in the morning, well, late morning, and the team was meeting doing video I don't know if I slept took my pregame <laughs> nap I was pretty nervous um, I don't know it was so crazy and a little overwhelming just because there was a lot of people there for the game I know that's what my parents told me they were a little overwhelmed just trying to get everyone to the game to see but um, yeah I don't know <laughs> it was pretty exciting and, and like just a whole bunch of emotions in one bag and then I remember I almost scored my first shift Dom sent the puck out to me on the power play and I can't turn the page from this one. I should have went to my backhand. <laughs> and I was scored my first shift. Haunting but. you, haunting you. Yeah, but no, it was, it was definitely a good experience, though. Speaking of you and Dom, I feel like we witnessed the bromance between the two of you that I don't know. Maybe Penns fans don't get to see. Yeah. But I, you have to tell us that story from the next day when Sid had the Super Bowl party at his house, and you didn't have anything to wear. Let him tell. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I asked Dom if he could take me to the mall that day <laughs> in the morning. And he said, maybe. <laughs> what a great guy. And then he just kept pushing off. He's like, man, like I need sleep, <laughs> man. So I showed up, and I have my dress shirt and my dress pants with my shirt tucked in, dress shoes. I'm like standing <laughs> in the corner hoping no one's looking at me. <laughs> And then uh, Revo chirped me, which kind of broke the ice a little bit. But after that, once the game started and no one was paying attention anymore, I was fine. But I was pretty upset with Dom that he didn't want to. We had like we had like six hours before that he could have taken me, and he just said he kept yeah. saying no, man, no. <laughs> could have said no earlier, and then you could have Ubered at least. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. he hit me with the maybe. That's why I didn't yeah. call an Uber right away. He, he, he dangled the carrot. Yeah. yeah, dangled the carrot. And then just brought you along. Mm -hmm. And well, he knew you were going to go there formal looking. Oh, yeah. Didn't you say that you were his driver, too? I was for a little bit. <laughs> <clears throat> so he went back down to Wilkes, and he had to bring his car with him. And then I had my car up here, and I was driving everywhere. And then he got his car back, and it was just... I was, was too <laughs> cool for school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well,
then you guys went to Europe together this summer, right? Mm-hmm. With Jamie Alexiak and Ole Mata. Yep. How was that trip? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know, some things I can't talk about. But, <laughs> I was um, about to say, share as much as you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I just remember it was so funny watching Dom. Just, I don't know, he's such a funny guy. and I don't know how to put it in a nice, like, I don't want to say out to lunch, but he's just like free. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, likes to do his, his own thing. I just, um, he's a unique I, character. A I unique character. For, yeah. But, uh, no, it was fun. Um, we got to see some cool stuff and. Um, experience a different culture um, it was fun just the meals are so different there the times you eat um, so it's definitely something that I would look forward to doing again with that same group what all places did you hit um, <laughs> like the cathedral like no, I mean, the, the cities, oh, cities just Barcelona just Bar- I went to Toronto um, to meet up with Oli and Jamie, and then we flew to Barcelona. And then how, how did that idea kind of come about? You, just, you guys just on a group text, like, hey, let's let's go to Europe. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. It was as simple as that. And then we were like, are we actually doing this? And we are sitting down, and we just booked the, booked the flights. Did anybody pronounce it Barcelona? <laughs> you know that's the correct way, right? No, I never yeah, heard it. Bar- Barcelona, yeah. Barcelona? In, in, Span- in Spain, they pronounce those as a TH. Really? Yeah. I thought C's are pronounced with a T. That's very well traveled. <laughs> that sounds like a Mike Tyson way of saying it. <laughs> That's good. That's Which really is true. Good. It's like it's also a Biza. Interesting. Of, everyone says a Biza. Well, you mentioned. You could, see, I wish I'd have told you that. Then you could. Have, you'd have been sound like a local. They would have been like, "Oh, you're a Spaniard." No, no, oh. no. <laughs> you mentioned uh, Dom. Obviously, knowing him coming into this situation with the Penguins, yeah. how did you become close with Oli and Jamie, and end up being the four of you on that trip? Um, well, Jamie and I have the Northeastern connection a little sure. bit. Yeah. Um, so we hang out a little bit. And then um, I guess only just age thing, maybe we, we've been hanging out a little bit and um, same age. And we game a little bit together, too. So um, we got pretty close there at the end. And then we were all just having dinner, and it all happened there. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, next time you'll have to take Sammy with you. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be your guide. We need I'll show you the ropes. <laughs> Sounds good. I mean, where haven't you gone? I've been Sam? all over Europe, yeah. I used to live in Germany, so I've traversed the entire continent. <laughs> so you let me know. All right. I, want, I, I will. actually want to go to Prague with Dom and, and watch I him wanna, in, like, his natural habitat. <laughs> I would love <laughs> to do that, to too. see him just hanging out. Yeah. Going, going blitz at the Kafka Museum. And <laughs> Wait, didn't he meet you guys there Yeah. Later? He like met us there, and uh, <laughs> so he we sent him like our flights, and he didn't look at the time change, <laughs> so he got there a day early. Oh, nice! <laughs> I'm sure he just wandered the city, like you know, or like we left. To do. Yeah, we left on Sunday, but we didn't get there till Monday. So he got. Oh, he so he got there Sunday. He got there Sunday, because <laughs> he's right there. So he could so, just, he could just take a train. Yeah, honestly, so he was an okay tour guide. No, he was good. He he was a good tour guide actually. Was that his first time there? I think so, but he could actually speak a little bit of Spanish. Oh, that's very surprising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine that. No, me either. I'm trying to picture it. Nope. No. <laughs> Not with Dom. No. People were saying <laughs> with this mustache, he looked like uh, Officer Pena from uh, Narcos. Oh yeah! Wow. Great show, by the yeah. way. Great show. 
So if you could picture that, maybe you could picture, picture the little bit of Can you have a little glass of whiskey and the cigar with him all the time, too? <laughs> <laughs> I will, we'll talk about that part. I do feel like he's the most interesting man in the world. Dom? Yeah. yeah. It's probably absent, though, not whiskey. Yeah. That, that's the check drink. True. But that was Narcos reference. Uh, gotcha. I gotcha. I don't watch the game. <laughs> well, moving on to another one of your teammates, Sid. I feel like... You know, I talked to you about this during the year, just how welcoming he was when you first started. I mean, you were telling me that he actually knew who you were before you guys even met, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he's just such a good leader. I mean, even today, just like little things that, that he does, he just always will extend an invite. Um, never leaves a guy out. So um, it's pretty special for a guy like that just to, no matter who you are, give you some attention and, and acknowledge you. Yeah. You, you ran into him, too, before you uh, got the call-up, right? What was that? Didn't you run into him, too, in the hallway? Yeah, that was um, the year when I right, right when I came out of college. I was on the ATL with Wilkes-Barre. Yeah. I got uh, hurt last game of the season, so I was up to see the doctors, and they were playing in the playoffs, so I came to a game, and I was waiting for Murray after, and he ran by me in the hallway, and that's when we had our exchange. It's amazing to think, too. This guy knows who you are, knew all your stats. Yeah. Saying great season and all that. Yeah. Yeah, blow definitely. you away a little bit, this guy, you know. A little best bit, player yeah. of the generation, yeah. and he knows all your stats. Yeah, a little bit. That must have been kind of crazy for you, too, coming out of Northeastern because with the year you had with all these teams looking at you and trying mm -hmm. to bring you in, what was that experience like? Uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, I wouldn't say overwhelming, more exciting. Um, but when it came down to making the decision and it was just a few teams left in the mix, um, that was definitely the toughest part. But I'm happy with the decision I made. I mean, um, I think this is one of the best organizations to be a part of. Um, just from the staff they have, just the way they develop players, the way they treat players, I think it's um, it's a really good place to be to start your pro career. Was there any one moment that sealed it? Like, all right, this is definitely going to Pittsburgh. Um, I don't just getting to know um, Rex and Billy G. Um, Billy G probably sold it good. Yeah, two really <laughs> good guys. and. Um, Two guys that were really good at the game, so. Um, sure that doesn't hurt? No, not at all. Shaped by the energy and opportunity of downtown Pittsburgh, the Point Park University experience is unlike any other. It's a more active, more engaged, more professional education. Ideally located, that's the point. Point Park University. Learn more at pointpark.edu. So what is it like coming out of college after you've already gotten a degree? So, you know, you a lot of players, I think, you know, take classes in their spare time to help kill the time because you have a lot of time on your mm -hmm. hands. How how do you, you know, like what's a typical day like for you away from the rink? Like when you're done with practice and you go home, you know, what kind of stuff are you up to? He's working on his graphic design future. Um, <laughs> I actually He's making Penguins logos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Photoshop and heads on people. <laughs> yeah. I actually can I tell a quick story about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Um, yes. So on Photoshop, they have the clone tool, and you could take someone's face and basically put it on someone else's head. <laughs> so I was doing that. I love where this is going My already. senior year, I was doing that with a bunch of guys, like, taking their faces, and yeah. some of our coaches had funny-shaped heads, and I was putting them on the coaches' heads and putting them in the group chat, and everyone was losing it, and then <laughs> putting guys' faces on... Um, like the girls' head, like the girls' team we had that, that we had, um, yeah. putting it on their roster pictures. 
So <laughs> I got my degree off for yeah, messing around. You earned like it. That. You yeah. earned your degree, clearly. <laughs> Putting it to good use. Yep. Oh, seriously. For those who don't know, you're a graphic design major. Yep, graphic design major. What made you decide to do that? Um, I don't know, really. Um, sixth through eighth grade, I went to a school that had, like, a magnet program. So they have, like, different specializations, and I was in the art program. Then when I got to college, everyone was business or, like, psychology. And I just wanted to be edgy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I went You with were the creative type, that's yeah. why. Um, I was definitely more creative. And my mom, she owns um, an embroidery store back home. So I was doing, helping her out a little bit over the summers with um, logo design and um, kind of doing different stuff like that. So um, I got the choice to do it. And... I didn't know we had one, as, and then um, my advisor told me about taking a few classes and seeing if I liked it. So, yeah, that's pretty and much liked it. it. I liked it, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, wait, you played for Lincoln Stars three years, right? Mm -hmm. So, Lincoln, Nebraska. Did you get to go to a Cornhuskers football game? I did. Is that the best atmosphere you've ever been in? Probably. That's I agree. Um, they had a huge tailgating, like, right across from our rink, they had a huge tailgating spot called the Res. Yep. And I think it actually ended up getting shut down because people tipped over a bus. <laughs> and the Illinois game. I yeah. was actually, so I used to work out in Illinois, and I covered Illini football. Mm -hmm. And I was there at that game really? where they tipped the bus over. You tipped yep. the bus over, didn't you, Joe? I was there, yeah. <laughs> you were one of the guys, I was, trying, I was doing a story in the tailgating <laughs> section. He's been exposed. <laughs> yeah, but that, I agree. Exposed, that yeah. atmosphere, like, at any level in sports, it's, it's incredible. I mean, the whole city's red. Like, I think the city's population doubles in size just from people coming in to tailgate and watch the game. And I got to go to the Wisconsin game. It was a really good rivalry, and, yeah, that's a night I'll remember. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you probably didn't to go, get to go to many games as a student, right, because you had your own games yeah, right. over mm -hmm. the weekends. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough to get to games, but um, the early ones when the season was just starting were easy to get to. Um, but that atmosphere is crazy, just – college football division one especially big 10 schools like that um yeah you should go to lincoln if you have never been what's that section called with all the bars like the hay market hay market yeah, yeah. That place they just built really that cool. yeah they just built that whole area up yeah it's a really cool spot so you're a fan of nebraska the the college or do uh, you have a, an affiliation I, I would say i'm more affiliated but i'm not a fan okay. is that a thing yeah that makes sense right. like if I see them on TV, I'll be like, all right. Like, <laughs> but I don't go, I don't like, I'm not a big football fan. So. Okay. so you're just a hockey guy. Yeah. Hockey guy. Hashtag. Hockey yeah. guy. So what was it like playing hockey in Boston? It was awesome. Um, I did watch the Bruins a lot just because uh, all our TVs got nesting and they were always on. But beyond that, just the atmosphere. I mean, the bean pot was always exciting um getting to win hockey east was exciting i think the best part about it was the travel i mean i think the furthest we went was maine and it was every other year and it was only like a four-hour bus ride um so everyone was close so you didn't have to travel too much which was uh definitely nice i was just watching the highlights of your first two goals if you get back up the center will be the Pins and Crosby on the move, coming to the zone, looks Aston Reese and shoots and scores! There's his first NHL goal! Jack Aston Reese has cashed in, the Penguins lead 4-1, to one, and he is smiling like a butcher's dog. Head to the bench in the high fives.
Throw it up the near boards. Crosby gets to it. He gets it to Dumoulin. Up the left wing side. Got a man wide open. Aston Reese shoots it in on the empty netter. And the Penguins will send Elvis out of the building as he has just left. Aston Reese with his second. I mean, what do you remember from, from that night? It was against Ottawa, I believe, uh, on... He knows the date. Do you know the date? No. Uh, but you have the pucks, I'm sure. He's got so many goals. Or at least the puck, right? I think, yeah, I think it's back home. Yeah. February 13th. So that was probably 10 days after your first call-up. So, yeah. I mean, what was that like for you, being able to score, especially so soon after coming up for the first time? It was awesome. I, I remember... Um, we went on a road trip, I think St. Louis and Dallas, and I got my first point in Dallas. Uh, so I was feeling pretty good about myself. <laughs> uh, got an assist, I think uh, Riley Riley scored. Um, so I, I was playing pretty good, and then they put me on a line with Sid. Um, I was really excited about that. and Just remember the first goal, I kind of just... Sid came uh, over the blue line with the puck, and I just... Try to get to the net, just ended up on my stick. Just put it on net, and the, I, mean, I don't think it was the nicest goal ever. The goalie he probably should have saved it, but <laughs> it counts. Um, it counts. It counts, and yeah, that was just a feeling I'll never. I, I can't really explain it. It was just like a release, just like so much energy. I don't know. It was it was awesome, and then to get the empty netter on top of that, <laughs> even better. They all look the same on the stat sheet. So. Exactly. I was just going to say that about your first. The only thing anyone's going to see is your name, the goal, the time. No one's worried about how pretty or ugly. Yeah. The dirty ones are the best ones, though. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones you really earned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was it like when you went in the morning skating and they had the numbers on the board and you saw you were next to 87? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, you just go, wow, like, playing with this guy now? Like, <laughs> all right. Um, I just got here three days ago, or now I'm bumped up. Ten yeah. days ago, whatever. Um, I mean, there are two ways to feel about it. I mean, um, I think back to when I was a senior at Northeastern, and um, I had my lines uh, solidified, and um, a few of the, a few of my line mates got hurt. Actually, both of them got hurt at different times, so there was different different guys rotating in. Um, some of them younger and. I could tell that they would grip their stick a little too tight or be nervous. Um, so here I am on the flip side of that. Um, so I kind of try to go in with that mindset um, that I'm here for a reason, um, on this line for a reason in this spot, and just to play the best of my abilities because if you grip your stick too tight, it's just going to be worse for you. You know, if you get too nervous, um, stuff like that, you just got to go out and, and play the game and kind of get over get over the stardom and the playoffs come around unfortunately end of your uh, season not to take a downer mm-hmm. yeah. but, uh, Jeez, negative <laughs> Nancy over here. I'm sorry uh, gear shift it was a hard shift <laughs> from like third to fifth gear <laughs> uh, a little rocky but what do you remember from the play when you got hit and obviously suffered the broken jaw and yeah maybe even the aftermath as you're you know down on the ice and then having to go to the locker room and all that stuff um I just remember coming up ice. I got my head up. I saw Wilson come at me and um, just got rocked, <laughs> you know. And then uh, I knew right away. You knew it was broke right that, away. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like my jaw wasn't lining up. 
like when I bit like bit down. Um, it's gonna be. Was it like completely detached on both? Um, no, not completely. But it was over a, a good amount, a fair amount. Um, a little overbite. Yeah. Or underbite, I guess. Side bite. Side bite. <laughs> Side bite. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I went into the locker room, and that's what I was telling the trainer right away. And how hard uh, was it to talk? Could you even speak? Did you yeah, sound like Mike Tyson then? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to go in and uh, you do the concussion protocol, so you take the concussion test and things like that. So you're, I was still able to talk, and um, I was just more mad because I knew right away I was going to be out. So, um, yeah, the next and then the next day they patched me up. <laughs> Stitch it back together. Mm -hmm. What was the recovery process like for you after that? Because we didn't, you know, see you again until September. Mm -hmm. And what happened in the meantime for you to get back to uh, normal? The first two weeks were pretty rough. I had to wear like a, a head bra. <laughs> 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 I've never heard a refer to like that. That's yeah. amazing. So that was uh, kind of tough going out <laughs> with that on. But did you go to the the bar scene? <laughs> Out to dinner? No. No, I just stayed in. Stayed in my room. Um, it was all right. I mean, um, a few guys on the team have gone through mouth injuries, Sid. Um, so they they kind of gave me some advice on what to eat. and. Um, it didn't sit up as chef make some recipes up for you? Yeah. And uh, he did that. And then uh, Jeff, the chef here, made me some... Uh, like coconut pudding, it was like unbelievable. I couldn't get enough of it, and we should put in a request for that. Yeah, Seriously. now I'm curious. Do you still eat it to this day? Uh, well, I haven't asked for it, but <laughs> let me know when you ask for it. I'll right. make an extra batch. Seriously. Okay, I'll throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, no, the first three weeks a little bit tough, and then gradually add some softer stuff in, and you know, by two months, I was all good. What was the first meal you had when you were able to eat solid food? It wasn't Chipotle. <laughs> that would have been mine. It was... Actually, maybe it was Chipotle. <laughs> <I think laughs> it was, it was, no, it was Five Guys. No, all right, yeah, it was Five Guys. So you liar. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> it was Five Guys. How good did it taste? It was incredible. <laughs> we, won't, we won't tell the training no. staff it was uh, Five Guys. Although that's, why, that's why I was hesitant <laughs> to, but. Just although, as long as, although I'm sure they'll let that one slide, considering you know everything, considering you've, gone, everything you've gone through. Yeah. yeah, you probably need to put a little weight back on anyway after sipping up a straw for two months. So yeah, five Did guys. Did you lose a lot of muscle mass on that or no? Um, a little bit. Nothing like crazy. Not as much as I thought I would, but yeah. um, a little bit. When were you able to start working out again? Uh, at the six week mark. Okay. So I was able to work out. Yeah. Was it like full workout or just kind of? Ride the bike. Like do some seventy-five percent, yeah. A um, little bit of weights, okay. more mobility, and kind of bike riding and stuff like that. Did you stay here in Pittsburgh, or did you head back home? I I went back home. Yeah, where do you spend the summers? Do you go to Staten Island? Yeah, I live in Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're just like laughing about what? it already. <laughs> well, I feel like Staten Island. I don't know, well, Pete Davidson on SNL talks about being from Staten Island all the time. Yeah. And I feel like it has a negative connotation for whatever reason, but I feel like it's probably a great place to grow up. Yeah. 
for sure. Um, it's really diverse. Uh, that's one of the things I liked about it, actually. Um, I don't know. I guess it is kind of. He does trash on it for a good reason. <laughs> there is. I didn't know it had negative connotation. No. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. He right. does kind of. Yeah. Put a cloud on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I like that. I love the neighborhood I grew up in. I have. Um, I don't have like backyard neighbors. It's just a big forest um, and like two ponds. One that I actually got to skate on when I was younger. Oh, wow. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But um, it doesn't feel like you're in the city when when I was when I'm home. So. Um, yeah, I love my house. It's nice. Well, how often do you go into New York? Or Manhattan, uh, I should Manhattan. Say. I went in quite a bit this summer. It's just um, I had some friends from Northeastern that were working there on co-op, which is like a program where you work for a semester instead of go to school. Um, so I probably went once every week. Awesome. That's a nice boat ride, though. <laughs> Staten Island Ferry. I never, I never took that. So you're like a city boy. A little bit. What's wrong with that? I'm half city, half farm. I grew up in the streets of Southside. <laughs> the mean streets of Southside, thank you. <laughs> Street cred. You both have it. Well, did you notice any change from the jaw? Like, does talking feel different? Does eating, chewing, anything feel different? Mm, no. Just uh, there's some tightness sometimes, but uh, nothing out of the ordinary. Yawning was a little bit weird for the first. <laughs> <laughs> probably until, like, last yawn, month. Maybe? Yeah, I couldn't, like, get it all the way there, but... Yeah. Um, no, it's good now. Did you do like yawning stretches? I tried. Yeah, <laughs> but Loosen the jaw up a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Sam demonstrated that for everyone listening. Yeah, no, <laughs> perfectly. Perfect demonstration, by the way. Yeah, speaking of demonstrations, we wanted to maybe have Sam play the guitar today because you no, not also me. I him to play, play the guitar. I brought it. I was going to have you play it. You brought it? I did bring it. I could maybe play it. I don't know if it'll sound good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So you gonna play some Freebird? Maybe. <laughs> what songs can you play that you like to play? I don't know. <laughs> um, I just learned that song from that movie uh, with Bradley Cooper. Oh, the with Lady Gaga. Shallow. Okay, I don't know that one. A Star Is Born. A Star Is Born. <laughs> I haven't had my guitar with me, so. What? I don't. Don't. No, Where it's is it? it's in my car, in Wilkesbury. <laughs> <laughs> so. You can so make a day trip and get that thing. For know. those people listening in Wilkesbury, do not go to Zach Astonrus's car if you know what no. his car is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll keep that part out. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So, what do you have with you right now? Do you just have some clothes well, and that's about it? Tristan just went back and grabbed a few stuff. But I only had like two pairs of jeans and three shirts. He lives a simple life. Simple life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like Zach's one of the more well-dressed, stylish guys on the team. So I feel like... What? Zach, would you agree? <laughs> I'd, I'd say I fall right in the middle. Right in the middle? Just blend you're in. The, you're the 50 percentile. Yeah. Not too stylish, but like not a bum. Fair. Right yeah. in the middle of the spectrum. 
That's you got to aim for average. I agree with that. So know? what's that ranking then? Who's the the stylish is obviously Chris Letang probably. Yeah. Who's the bum? <laughs> yep, I'm putting you on the spot there. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I gave you a guess on who I'd say, who do you think I'd say? Wait, is it Dom? I would say. I was going to say Dom. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You're definitely high on the hair spectrum though. Yeah, but you cut uh, it. I cut it. What's up with that? Um, I was just feeling that it was time. It was just a, it was getting my hair was in my face all the time. I'd be eating and I'd just pull hair out of my mouth. <laughs> well, okay, so you cut your hair, and then how many games after that did you score? Was it the first game? It was the first game. Yeah, the Winnipeg game. Winnipeg yeah. game. Because I feel like could have used the totally extra hair in Winnipeg. I tried to make Zar down happen. He wasn't having it though. <laughs> what? That was awesome. But it didn't go bar down. <laughs> just went top right. <laughs> Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> or a good hashtag. Trying to make hashtag Zar down happen. Sam gets so real rowdy with his hashtags sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I like the ones in Montreal the best. He, uh, he does them in French. French. Yeah. Do you speak any other languages? Nope. No. Ameri Maybe just, Spanish just at English. some point. <laughs> just yeah. English. Some, some Spanish. Hablo. Espanol. <laughs> well, so are you going to keep it this short now that you scored? Are you superstitious in that way? No. You I'm say not. that. I don't know if I believe it. I'm not. All I used right. to cut my hair all the time. Maybe more so with my beard, but not my the hair on my head, no. Why didn't you do the mustache? November. Your buddy Dom did. I know. I just he had was a, all in. I'm all in. Get off's all in. I see the potential for an unbelievable handlebar mustache <laughs> right here. There was a few years in a row I did it, and I had some bad luck with injuries. So you I just, just said you weren't superstitious <laughs> three seconds ago. Already contradicted himself. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, That's yes. fair. Okay, speaking of that. That was a good reference. How big of an office fan are you? Medium. Medium. Wow. It's a great show. It is. Oh, it's it's a good show. I'm I'm a decent fan. Like. Okay. You're not at Casey to Smith level. No. Like Isn't if I was a goalie, I wouldn't have his spray paint on my helmet. But. I mean, he I does, might he though. Like he trivia. had. A, mm -hmm. He does have Thunder Mifflin on his helmet, right? Casey. Or if he I doesn't wrong? now, he definitely used he to. He used yeah, to. Right. Okay, used to. Okay. Or he had the Electric City. Oh, that was it, yeah. <laughs> what a rap, by the way. That is a great rap. <laughs> yeah, wait, we never, you never answered the question about what you do in your free time. Do you watch a lot of Netflix? Um, I watch, I'm a Hulu guy, actually. Oh. You yeah. like the commercials? No. You need that commercial break? Hulu Plus. Oh. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Bougie. <laughs> yeah, <just> like bougie. <laughs> Very bougie. Which is ood and odd to, to Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus, wow. <laughs> you fancy, huh? natural reaction. <laughs> Ooh, us, ah. us, the proletariat's down here with just the regular Hulu, you know? <laughs> Meanwhile, I steal Misha's. But that's beside the point. Yes, he does. <laughs> Anybody else is welcome. Uh, what do you watch on Hulu? Plus. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? South Park. South Park. South Park, okay. That's a good show. It's like the, you know how people say, like, a background show they put on, like, Friends or, like, The Office? I yeah. put South Park on in the background. That's your background show? Yeah. yeah. But, um... I don't know. In my free time, I just try to uh, get out of my room for a little bit. So I'll go to the mall or drive around or do something with Willie. I don't know. We try to get out of our rooms for a little bit. So go to the movies or something. And then when I'm in my room, I game a little bit, play Battlefield. So what's the last movie you've seen? Sorry for the pause. It was, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name, but A Star is Born. Star is Born. But before that, 
It was uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. How was it? Unbelievable. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either. You haven't seen I it? I want to see it so bad. Actually, everyone keeps saying I look like Freddie Mercury with the uh, stash. <laughs> yes, no. Really? I don't know. See I think it? if I had a stash, I'd look like him you would? a little bit. <laughs> hey, I'll get the guitar. You can sing those high notes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zara, I also wanted to ask you uh, about your tattoos. <laughs> I think... That looks like the face of a man who doesn't want to talk about his tattoos. <laughs> you have the lion yep. on your chest. Mm -hmm. What's the story behind that one? I heard it might be a funny story that your dad or your family told you not to get it. Oh, yeah. And then you still got it? Yeah, well, I always wanted it like a... I was really into Zodiac signs for whatever reason. Me too. Are you um, still into Zodiac signs? Kind of. I read this thing that kind of just like crapped on him. You should see uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about him. Yeah, so I kind of backed away from it a little bit. <laughs> but um, I wanted it for a long time, and then I found a tattoo of what I liked and told my parents about it. They were cool. And then my sister got married um, New Year's Day, or New Year's Eve, sorry. And I was, get, I was like, scheduled to get it a month later. And my uncles and aunts are all just, like, sitting there trying to talk me out of getting a tattoo. <laughs> At the wedding? At the wedding. And there's, like, a video. I don't know who has it, but there's a video of our conversation. Of <laughs> Wait, awesome. someone's filming it? Someone was filming it. I'm just, I'm, like, so serious with my points. Yeah. I almost, I should have pulled up. How old were you at this time? I was a junior, junior in college. Okay. Like so, 20? 22, 21, 21. He's, like, the meme of the actor from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that has the whiteboard. <laughs> And oh, he's yeah. pointing to all these different things. <laughs> yes. He's like, here's why I want this tattoo. Mm -hmm. So I have that one, and then um, I have a sibling's tattoo. Um, just three triangles with uh, one of them filled in for me. Oh. So, yeah. Awesome. The softer side. That's cute. Anything you want to ask us? I feel like we've been grilling you the whole time, you know? Put Josh uh, gets up on the spot. Do you okay. have any tattoos? No tattoos. Nope. If you... Would, if you had to get a tattoo, what would you get? Oh, man, that's a tough one. That's actually a great question. So I actually obviously never played in the league, but I always thought, remember Mike Keane way back? No. Okay, so he played on the Avalanche, which, like, probably my favorite team of all time were the 2001 Colorado Avalanche, mm -hmm. just because when you're that age, you're just a total bandwagoner for whatever's the greatest yeah. team out there. And that team had Sackick and Forsberg and Patrick Waugh. Like, they it's were like a true Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the Flyers team around that time, they were pretty good too. But the, the Avalanche obviously were the best. And not on that team, but on the team before that, Mike Keene was on that team. And I remember, like, there was a story about him where he got a Stanley Cup tattooed on his ankle. And he got all the teams he won the cup with, like, around the tattoo. Mm -hmm. And I always still to this day think that's, like, the coolest idea because, like, that's the way to keep it. So yeah. I've never won the Stanley Cup as a player, but I would probably get the Stanley Cup tattooed on my ankle and put a Penguins logo on there two <laughs> times. You put a Penguins logo with the little headset on. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. With Can that, you with design it? Yeah, yeah, you could design draw it. Draw it up. All right, go. I'll draw it up. If you design it, I'll think about getting it. Okay. There you go. All right. That's my next, uh, <laughs> next free gig? time project. Next my parents job. just probably fainted listening to this podcast, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really cool yeah that's a good idea for tattoo yeah. well sorry i feel like you had good answers today it is funny though because sometimes like i'll see you in the locker room after you answer like questions from reporters <laughs> you're like not thrilled with like what you said or yeah like, well that was last i think when we played buffalo i was asked what has buffalo been doing so well to win like oh, win five in a row <laughs> i was like oh well they've been scoring more <laughs> than the other team 
That was my. I was. I Accurate. Was, yeah. Well, is that? Well, I didn't lie or anything. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you were definitely like it was factually correct. It was funny because I walked up and you and Casey were just like giggling, and I was like, "What are you two laughing about?" You're like, "You wouldn't believe the answer I just gave." <laughs> well, that w that's what makes it worse when you're um, doing media is when there's guys next to you, especially oh, yeah. a guy like Casey because yeah. you know he's laughing. So. And they're listening in all the time. Yeah. You know? How much of an adjustment is doing media once you turn pro? Uh, kind of big. I mean, I did a little bit my senior year, but it was like there'd be like six people, and you'd sit at a table, and they'd ask like stupid questions. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we still do. That's our job. Yeah, but these are just like, I don't know. We get paid well to ask stupid questions. <laughs> well, um, not well, but, you know, we get by. We get paid. <laughs> we get paid to ask stupid questions. Yeah. No, it's uh, definitely an adjustment, but um, a lot you of teams, yeah, I do. Deep but down, deep down. A lot of teams, when you go into development camps, they do, um, like, media training, um, seminars, if you will. So <laughs> <laughs> so they try to prep you a little bit for it, but it is yeah. an adjustment. I feel like usually there's, like, stay off social media. Yeah. <laughs> Be cognizant of what you say, which is good advice. Mm-hmm. What else has been, like, the biggest adjustment since turning pro? Or adjustments, I should say. Um, probably food. I mean, we, we got fed here, which is nice. But, um, like, last year, I almost burnt my house down, like, cooking rice. <laughs> <laughs> so, How did you manage casual, that? Casual. You got to get the Uncle Ben's microwavable <laughs> one. I'd probably find a way with that. Yeah, dude, I'm throw in the mic for 90 seconds. Exactly. Just tear, tear a, a little one-fourth. Yeah. I'm all about that. Well, I thought I was a bad cook, but I can at least manage that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not I'm a good like, cook. can't even do that. But if I had a roommate, like, I'm good at doing dishes. Oh. So there you go. So, so you, you pick up your hand. Yeah. Compromise. And I'm good at grocery shopping, so I can just do everything but the cooking, Yeah. and I'm, I'm content. So does do that you mean have a roommate in Wilkes right now? Uh, No, I didn't. Was you said Gage Quinney was last year? Yeah. Was he a good cook? He wasn't bad. Okay. But the job done. That, all, that was kind of hard, you know. That was pretty savage. Yeah, he wasn't bad. <laughs> all summer, my brother cooks, so uh, oh, he's really nice. good. Yeah, he's a really good cook. So you didn't get that gene? No, <laughs> <laughs> I did not. So you eat a lot of Chipotle, is what you're saying? A decent, a little bit, not too much. Yeah. I try to niche run the air. You can't rat him out. The strength and conditioning staff. Chipotle is good for you. Uh, I think there's a lot of sodium and bad trans fats in it or something. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> sodium for sure. So who's your roommate on the road? Does it switch every time? It or? switches. So me, Jake, and Yuso rotate. Yuso, what's he like <laughs> rooming with? Oh, he's hilarious. <laughs> really? Yeah. I feel like he has great one-liners. He's almost like, you remember in Euro Trip where... Uh, they go in Slovakia, and the guy's like, Miami, why? It's new season. Like, I feel like <laughs> sometimes Yuso, like, just drops lines from a movie that it's like, he did that, yeah. that came out, like, ten years ago. <laughs> that was how he learned English, man. Yeah, right. We, uh, I think it was during training camp. There was a bunch of us that went uh, off the hook to eat, and Yuso doesn't say one word the whole dinner. We get in the car, and I know he's like, you guys like Coldplay? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. You all just start laughing. Yeah, everyone started dying. <laughs> like, we were talking to Matt Murray about something, and he sits next to him in the locker room. And I forget what we were even he, talking he about. He brought out the uh, Happy Gilmore line. Yeah. It, something was saying, someone was, I think it was talking about, like, a shot on the doorstep oh, or, like, a chance on the door. Oh, he hit the post, the game that he Oh, hit. yeah. 
two posts. I don't know. I don't think you were up at that time. Um. But no, was, I was. Oh, you were? Yeah, it was one shift where he hit, like, Both each sides. Side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so we were just talking about, you know, hitting the post. And he said in practice he had hit some posts. And he just whipped out the Happy Gilmore quote that was like, get in the hole. No, no, he's like, he's like you just got to tap, tap, <laughs> tap it in. And they just kept walking. And, like, I was like, what What did you just say? <laughs> Where did that come from? But it's great. It was so I great. just always think of the guy from the Euro trip whenever he says stuff like that because that's exactly what it's like. Well, how was it weird when you came up trying to find your place on the plane? Obviously, there's certain seating order and stuff like that. Do you have to lean on maybe Dom or any of those guys? Or? Um. I don't know if Dom would be super helpful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you just go and sit. Uh, I did. I sat next to Dom all last year. Uh, and now Jack sits there. So I just grabbed an open seat. It's wherever. So now I sit next to you. So Like a rope. Ro oh, there you go. Yeah. Try to teach do you him. Do you, guys, do you guys watch Happy Gilmore together? No, he watches uh, House of Cards. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. With the little finished captions on the bottom. <laughs> I've been trying to learn some finished words from him. Yeah, so. he was saying when he watches Suits. He or is that suits? The yeah. On. yeah, because he said with the law terms, oh. it doesn't translate to to finish. So he needs to keep them on for for the suits. I object. <laughs> Hold you in contempt. <laughs> yes. Well, we do really appreciate you taking the time, though. Thanks for doing yeah. this. Yes. Thanks for having me. It's been a blast. You the man. Thanks, dog. That was a handshake. That was a handshake. <laughs> a man between, shake between Zach and the dog. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's how we'll end this podcast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in out there. Uh, for Sam Kassan and Michelle Crecchiolo, I'm Josh Getzoff. Again, a special thanks to our guest, Zach Aston-Reese, for joining us. And also thanks back in our studios to our executive producer, Wayne Gretzky-Anderson. We'll see you next time on the Scoop podcast presented by Point Park University. You choose. Four years talking about the real world or four years immersed in it. After a hands-on, career-focused education, Point Park graduates enter the workforce prepared to succeed. Professionally designed, that's the point. Point Park University, downtown Pittsburgh, pointpark.edu.